Like connecting people, like it just breaks down the silos because sets can be earned in one realm and spent in so many other realms. Mm -hmm. It's just everything's connected now. It's mm -hmm. not these virtual currencies you have to convert into this and this. Mm -hmm. It's just like wow. it's all connected. Hey everybody, this is the High Hash Rate Podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Dan. And this podcast is just two plebs getting high and talking about Bitcoin, life, and the absurdity of the fiat world. Our guests don't necessarily get high with us, and you don't have to either. But it helps. All right, we're officially recording. And uh, nice. you, you, you're going to do your intro where it's like the I don't, beginning. See, the thing, I don't want to do an intro. <laughs> and I have been starting the episodes just like, boom, there it is. Right, uh, right. And I, I okay. sort of enjoy the, uh, the feeling of, of being slammed into a content. You know what I mean? How something just kept, yeah. hits you. There's a difference between. You like, like to get slammed in your tapes, yeah. Th thank you, Dan. <laughs> just early with the tapes uh, joke um, in, in the episode. Anyway, so God, Dan always does this and he throws me off and now I have to fucking reconsider what I was thinking. But, oh, when, when you're like doing in filmmaking, you have these, I mean, it's, a, it's simply you have a cut, right? You have a hard cut. And you have a transition or a soft cut or some sort of different transition, right? To sort of hide the mm. the thought difference between one clip to another clip. Because these are two different pieces of language, right? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, no. No, like, I don't. Or, I'm learning. By the way, oh, so this is, so, you, I mean, come on, Tip. You're you're like a visual artist. You know visual language. It's like. I don't know the words for it, though. I don't know there's uh, like a no, definition sense. for it. Before uh, we go any further, you should announce who you're talking to. No, fuck that. I'm already, I'm, and, I don't want to, yeah, let's I don't just, want, let's let, let have them people figure it out. Let's we're just have people figure to, it exactly. out. There you go. Do you so, recognize the the voice from the videos? So we're talking to Tip. Um, Time chain. I don't know. Uh, and, and Tip, I do want you to introduce yourself. Um, but I just want to get this thought across: the the visual uh, slamming of one idea into another idea. So you have, let's say, you see a character looking this way. Now that's mm -hmm. one idea, right? And then you see mm -hmm. a and then you slam it into another uh, uh, clip, like a cut, like a a cut okay. of a character okay. looking this way, right? So one character's mm. looking this way, one character's looking this mm. way, right? You put those things mm. together, and suddenly there's a relationship between the two people. To you have you have created the space in your mind. You know what mm. I'm saying? Okay, so, I get it. They're they're together, kind of. They're in the same vibe. Basically, room. you created you created that moment. It's not the filmmaker mm. creating that moment. It's you going, oh, these two people are in the same room at the same time, and they're talking. But mm. in reality, sometimes the other actor is not even there. You're. It's two hours later after the next shot. You know what I'm saying? There's. It's not a re. It's not a uh, real conversation. Um, yeah, interesting. In that sense. So, uh, I, yeah. and I just want to say, like, I get when you said like you're a, a movie maker, a filmmaker, whatever, and you didn't understand the terms. It's like, I didn't go to school for computer science to become a software engineer. I like self-taught. Mm -hmm. So my first couple of years uh, as an engineer where I was like really insecure because um, everybody was using all these terms that I should have known and I didn't mm -hmm. understand the terms. And so I was always like really insecure in the stand-up meetings. And then I'd go back and I'd like Google them. I'm like, oh, I know how to do that. Like that's easy. That's <laughs> just like a really complex or you know a specific term. It's jargon that I just didn't get. Yeah, 
I feel like my brain has been wasted by learning fiat economics because that's what I study. So now I have all these definitions, these fiat definitions in my brain. I'm like, get out! <laughs> I don't need you anymore. <laughs> yeah, that was my that was my my university degree was economics, and so it's like oh I'm learning all the crap that that all the uh, Keynesianism we learned. Yes, yes. Oh, the mistakes that we make. No. <laughs> I do want to hear more about. I, I do want to. I want to make this point. Uh, I have mm. to make this point about the two visual hit, hits, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. And the point is, Go that, for it. <laughs> look, I've been starting these. We, I've been editing these episodes that start with just a slam into the content, right? And the feeling you get from having a tr in, intro into that is sort of interesting to me because you're like you're like thrown into a room, basically. So, yeah, uh, when when I relate it to the visual world, this is all I'm talking about, is that if you take one image and you slam it against another, it creates, I tend to like it when they slam together as opposed to a a fading together where one sort of fades into another. That's the only thing I'm trying to mm. say. Now, you, okay, that's Are you a big done. fan of Power Man 5000, When Worlds Collide, the song, the hard rock song? Is that what okay, you listen fine. to? Yeah. Like, like a pump up before you, you I, edit? I can't, I can't emphasize the importance of visual editing dan i just can't do it it's so You're right impossible. you can't emphasize it I, I, it is <laughs> it is impossible for me especially in this thing uh anyway okay can you introduce okay. yourself tip i'm so sorry for starting no this no that's all good i actually i was just thinking like okay so we're like on a zoom call um i actually have a song that i'm releasing tomorrow it's on my computer in case you guys wanted to preview it today but oh my God, yes. i can also leave it tomorrow but you guys will be the first except for my planet you guys will be the first ever to see it so um i think it's very timely as well so but in, if can you I, want, if can you i want get that to. and cut that into the this yeah yeah for sure i'm actually going to post it tomorrow morning well set an alarm tonight to like post it early by the time yeah, this airs, yeah. everybody will have heard it, but we That's heard it correct, first, yes. and now it's That's on the right. record. Yes. It's going to be on the correct. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'll, right. I'll get up running. But yeah, um, I'm Tip, uh, Tip underscore NZ on Twitter. I do Bitcoin videos, Bitcoin raps, short film, all that stuff. So yeah, might have seen me, my stuff floating around. <laughs> I don't know how to, I hate introducing myself. I don't know how to do it, but have yeah. you been <laughs> Have you been speaking more and more to, to people these days, Tip, since you've been I have. Bitcoin? Yeah, and I, I I feel like I need to get better at introducing myself, but I just don't because it's just something that I just don't think about. So it's just, and the more I do it, I guess I'll get better. But yeah, so I just, is, I just <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just want to say you want to say go. No, no, I just want to say like I I've definitely seen a lot of your videos, and I don't know when I first saw them, but I wanted to like let you know that I was like maybe the spring, or I just got back from El Salvador, and I was like pretty tripping pretty hard on mushrooms and i was like late at <laughs> night it was late at night and i saw your video uh bitcoin creates its own reality uh with like the time is money money is time and i watched that like yeah. over and over and over again for probably <laughs> 45 minutes like just like really oh tripping God. hard and i wanted to say that that video and seeing it in that setting or that uh mind state really changed how i started to think about everything uh in the space um it was like really you know like i said i studied economics i'm a software engineer so it was, everything was very technical very economic and now mm. I, if anybody has listened to the show knows i've been obsessed with like energy and time and 
their relationship. <laughs> and it's a large part. I talk a lot about Carlo Rovelli's book, A Order of Time. I've mentioned it to the point where people are probably annoyed by hearing it. But what I didn't mention was that video was like oh, was probably the catalyst for that. So that's amazing. It's a great video. I've shared it a million with like everybody. Yeah, I have to say, I, thank you, you have so a, much. You have a talent tip to take these great big ideas and weave them into poetry and music. It's really, really uh, something to watch. Totally, agree. it's it's yeah, it's so fun and also like it's um. I think cannabis does have something to do with it. Like it definitely opened my mind to like just thinking, putting, connecting the dots and stuff. I feel like I would be so stuck in, in like traditional thinking if I didn't have some sort of catalyst to, I don't know, think differently, but yeah, still right, part yeah. of it. Do you usually smoke while you work? <laughs> um, Actually, like at the very beginning, like I was like just trying to experiment and see kind of like which part of the process is is good for like, you know, being a different state of mind. And I think in the expansion phase, when you're trying to come up with ideas, when you're kind of trying to connect the dots, that is the best. Mm -hmm. And then you have to be very disciplined. And when, you're, when you've got your idea and you're refining and you're doing the more technical video editing stuff, you need to be very disciplined and focused. So that's not the best time. But um, yeah, so it's like knowing when to use this enhancement and knowing when to stop. Yeah, uh, yeah. my... The experience from my perspective is, is exactly the same. I, well, I, I didn't learn that until somewhat recently, actually. But when I'm thinking or I go for walks or like late at night where I'm just, it's almost like uh, uh, you're just like idea board where you're just like coming up with ideas and kind of parsing those out a little bit in your mind. And then later mm -hmm. I sleep on it and then I execute on it like the next day. Sometimes I, yeah. I don't execute on anything. It's like, that wasn't that great of an idea. It seemed brilliant at the time, but it was, you know, <laughs> no, I don't think that anymore. God, how many but times some of them, like, they just, yeah, they keep going. But sometimes I, I do that and I'm like, oh, that's not a great idea. But then it pops back up in the most random time and it kind of like, I don't know, sometimes it becomes relevant again, but at least it's kind of like these nuggets are flying around. So, so yeah. one question I've got is um, I'm, somewhat of an amateur video slash meme maker that I post all the time. They're usually more geared towards being funny uh, or topical, mm -hmm. but anyways, so like making videos, like even a 30 second clip is so tedious and so time consuming. So I see something like, this is coming from a coder. Uh, right. Exactly. Something like Bitcoin uh, creates its own reality or the, uh, the mm -hmm. rabbit hole one with uh, Alice in Wonderland. That was the other one I really liked around that same time. Uh, mm -hmm. There's so much, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, just like unique creativity. And like a lot of the clips are really fast. How long does it take you? To, does, what is your process? How do you make these? And how long does it take you to make a... I've got an awesome idea. Let's watch the latest video and then I will share screen my cap cut and I will show you Ooh, I everything love this idea. behind the scenes. I have to okay, give you, so I have okay, to let's you host. perfect. Do it. To, right, let me make hang you on, host. The arbitrage on this trend has been margin called. 
think you was a hook Trust to your idols, now they got you shook Believe in the crooks, hell of a saint Now they cooking the books, save up a decade, now I'll send a day Now the new M-Rod just getting away Bigger the bag, bigger rap the fact When it all blows off, it is you who will pay Behind the ass, inside the success Pull back the curtains and what do you get? And it's the risk with a bitch at the net Made from your savings and full of 1K Give it to the other side of the trade Socialized lust is why we've been the game First to fall in this wreck with swore Cause you're just a pawn in the cotillion this game Money talks and pay for the show Pay for the cloud, pay for the thrill Pay for the media to lie to our face Distort the truth so we repeat our mistakes Sell us a dream that never delivers While raking in fees and clipping the tickets Siphoning funds from the mouth of the spigot Blind makes a blind to the all complicit Money is cheap, get addicted to growth Commingle the risks so nobody knows A fire to go to a damaged collateral Another excuse for oppressive control When government capture was part of the play Reapers of value at the end of the day We're calling for help but nobody came No bailouts for pawns to complain Money deeply rots at the core Don't believe intentions are pure This crypto contagion stems from a system that incentivized fraud As schemes get more complex And fallible humans left unchecked Playing the dark is how you get wrecked And that our economies are largely X What would happen we take our money out of its systems? Why protest our labor when we can pull out our capital? Where would we be if our money enriched us? Simply by holding purchasing power How do we build a base? Replace the cotillion effects with the will of free markets Step one Give an independent system to remove the risk of corruption Step two Move a savings in the best system so no one can ever do touch it. Step three. Earn, saves, pay, trade. All activities moving this way. With our own money, everything changed. We no longer positive to you. great that's uh i don't know like it's like the the cool there's so many that are like nerdy videos or just kind of like feel good but that's uh yours have like the i don't know the cool element all right i'm just seeing, I'm just seeing that i gotta i gotta ask some questions but okay and, and oh yeah me too i've got to ask some questions um and i know dan had a question for you and i'm sorry i cut you off yeah yeah, I just know I noticed that uh, in that video as well as a couple other videos, you have uh, people singing your lyrics, but they definitely are meant to sound like famous rappers. Like, how do you do that? <laughs> do you have do you um, just like find people that have the like, good at impersonating, or uses like some sort of software? Uh, I use uberduck.ai, and like if you okay. haven't tried it, uh, go and try it. So much fun! So this is where I feel like screen sharing would be awesome because I want to show you everything. But um, so mm. if you go to uberduck.ai and you go to the section reference audio you put in your own voice how you want it to sound and you find a voice um, and it like mimics it but not wow. every voice works um, mm -hmm. so like some of the words it doesn't register mm -hmm. properly it's still AI and stuff but yeah I use AI for that wow so I heard Jay-Z in there and then there was it sounded like maybe Ja Rule or who was, who was the other one it was, I actually can't remember okay. what, it was, it was 
Oh, who was it? It was because like I'm trying to get the best sounding ones. So mm -hmm. sometimes it's sure. just like some random voice where I'm just like, right. okay, that one sounds about right. Um, but yeah. yeah, I definitely heard it was either Jaro or DMX in some of them. But yeah, I was curious. I was like, I was like, is this a cut from a song, like a famous song? I'm like, no, there's nobody singing about this. Like in the early 2000s when this rapper was popular, no way. I was like, okay, she's she's doing something. And that's yeah. like, yeah. What do you, what do you think about that? Tupac. JC, oh, Juice World, Juice Tupac, World was, it was the, Tupac, yeah. That's yeah. What I think, the, think about that—that that you can totally <laughs> take a a dead rapper, take their voice, and attach your own words to it. It's sort of like a, a way to live on, in, in, in a sense. Or like, I, you, what I, tip, I think where I'm going with this is like, is like, has what, Tip made any deep fakes? That's what I'm asking. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, how how true? Uh, well, no. It's like goes more into like how true do you think uh, reality will be in a few years when everything is fucking deep fakes and I can sound like Jay Z. Yeah, it'll be crazy, and and you shouldn't trust anything you see or hear. But. Um... I don't know. <laughs> no, I just think that's an interesting concept to to sort of mull around in is like this idea of not being able to trust information that comes right. It, like the implications, the political implications. Like, what if a world leader, like a video, goes out? But exactly, I was thinking more along exactly the lines of, of like, can you make a, a a video of Corey saying that we're offering Ethereum and other stuff exactly. on Swan, and then how release can, it on April first, right? And how can I trust that <laughs> that information is is the true? one you know like this, yeah. this this idea starts to become a little bit hairy yeah yeah i don't Crazy. know that's, I, I don't that's know. what it <laughs> so what uh when when did you start making these when did you start getting into bitcoin i guess like what's the, what's your origin story um well my partner got into bitcoin first and he was very patient to getting me across the line um like he got in kind of like I don't, I don't know like 2013 was the year that he met me and the year that he discovered bitcoin which was the best year of his life apparently um and he waited patiently till 2020 you know like he's been orange pulling me and we kind of went through the, the whole cycle together i remember getting excited about crypto in like 2016 and 2017 and you know we all got burnt we all got you know lessons and stuff but it was really 2020 that I was just like, holy shit, Bitcoin is the thing, the answer that, you know, I've been looking for kind mm -hmm. of thing. So, so you, yeah. You, and so you, I, you really resisted it. It you was more that I didn't pay attention to it. Mm. I was kind of like, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what problem it was solving and coming from a traditional finance background. Like I had a very traditional finance, like mindset, like what's the intrinsic value, you know, like the dumb, dumb stuff that everyone's going through now is like what I was going through. So yeah, it took time. Yeah. What, what's, what is your traditional finance background? Like, what, what do you do? Are you derivatives trader? Like, you know, something cool or sounds cool or what, what do you do? <laughs> I was initially um, a public equities analyst. So I was also a fund manager at a sovereign wealth fund. So I was managing a public equities portfolio, kind of like a Warren Buffett style, like how many if we were to hold 10 stocks for the next 10 years which stocks would it be so kind of like long-term investing um and then i left and joined a startup and that was kind of like my first experience and you know 
uh, building stuff and coding, but I, like really badly, like really, really badly. And then I left and joined um, a, a venture capital firm that's kind of like uh, more private equity stuff. So yeah, a little bit of everything. Is that what you do now, the private equity? No, I quit because <laughs> I discovered Bitcoin and I was just like, this is, yeah, it was a journey because in VC, uh, you're looking for lots and lots of growth and, and Bitcoin, um, I feel like the business model of got growing slowly and, and building for the long term and not extorting value from customers and users didn't align with, with venture capital. Um, so I, I was, I felt, I felt it was really, um, I was a black sheep in the company where everyone was into crypto and web three and I couldn't fight that fight. So I left. So have you always been uh, super like creative, artsy? Like, has that always been part of your personality? I guess so. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, just, I, yeah. Did you have to like suppress that? Were you uh, making music for music, these, this music? <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, uh, no, I wasn't. I told you, I told you. Music. What I told you. <laughs> <laughs> I I guess like I don't know like I was um I I love doing like creative stuff and I guess the most creative like work thing I did was when I was younger I made a TV show teaching English, um but other than that it was more like I I grew up playing what, what, like what does that mean you made a TV show teaching English uh so uh yeah so um I I'm Thai and so I go back to Thailand um kind of once every year and while I over summer holidays, um, I got in touch with a studio who, um, my dad knew this, this studio and they were like, oh, you, you, you know, you live in New Zealand, you're really good at English, do you want to help us um, create this TV show? And so I helped created it and host it and produced it and stuff. So that was kind of my first taste into producing something and being in a studio, but um, it was very much like, one season each year and I did that for a couple of years um but it was very much like I wasn't in there like editing or anything I was kind of just the high level here's a script this is what I want to talk about and stuff so that I think that was the most creative thing I've done um other than that it was very traditional finance role writing reports and research reports and analysts and stuff mm -hmm. which I'm grateful for because now I've built this like analytical brain but then it helps me with my uh, content as well so it's kind of like this balance i guess did you want yeah. that did you want that route um i guess it makes sense to start from the beginning where um i don't know if you're listening to the john Ballas thing today but um i grew up um my dad was in politics and so i watched him kind of try to change the world in politics he became deputy prime minister in the early 2000s and um i kind of like watched him struggle trying to change the system and we went campaigning together to start a new political party and it was really difficult and so i was like i don't want to be in politics because obviously you can't make any change in politics um what about finance because at least there'll be capital and you can make change with capital and so i think to me it was more like how do i make the biggest impact how do i actually shape this world like i want to shape the world i don't want to just be passively consuming and just letting everyone kind of tell me what to do and so i think went to finance because of that um but i've always kind of just been i guess doing creative stuff in my own time but it was never work really did you feel boxed yeah. in um 
every time I felt boxed in, I left. So I was just like, if someone was like, um, you know, this is as far as you go, this is the, you know, like if I'm not growing anymore, I'm just like, yeah, see ya. So yeah, I've left every time and it's been great. <laughs> Did you, how do you feel that your uh, creativity is like really evolved now that you kind of don't have that every day going, oh, dividends, free cash flow, blah, 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 blah. Like you're not doing that every day. Is that like really opened up your your mind essentially like 100 like you know like you if you have time and to the point that you get bored and you get to be creative like that is the peak like let's see what we can do but let's let's see what we can create and if you have no boss and you have no kind of mandate or nothing it's like you can free reign do whatever you want and so yeah i was definitely the most creative that's kind of scary creative. though right for some, a lot of people where it's the the freedom or free free to choose and then you have to like create your own way to make it in this life was that was there a lot of at first was it was it scary or no was you were like you jumped right in um I was making TikTok videos when I was in VC because I wanted to get exposure and meet um founders through that way like so people can discover me and um, over time, I was like learning more about Bitcoin as well um, and, and crypto and stuff. And it's just like, I actually think Bitcoin is the most important message that I can send out to the world right now. Like, I don't really care too much about, you know, investing in anything. I want to talk about Bitcoin. And so I was making Bitcoin videos and then I left venture capital and kept making the Bitcoin videos. So I guess I was kind of already on that path. It wasn't kind of like, now what? <laughs> so it seems like... Um... Bitcoin to you is sort of a moral imperative. It, yeah, I mean, it, it was at a point where I was like, do I keep suppressing um, my curiosity for Bitcoin just so I can focus on my day job, which wasn't aligned with Bitcoin? I mean, I tried to weave it in, like I wrote um, investment thesis on Lightning Network. I, I wrote how the the system financial system was failing. I tried to raise a Bitcoin fund within the fund that I was working in. And they were like, no, no, no. Like, we don't think the system is broken because it wasn't broken for them. Like we were raising millions and millions of dollars. And so it, we just weren't aligned. Um, and I felt like I was being held back in terms of my pursuit of Bitcoin. And so we just parted ways and it was fine. Like they were going they were doing their thing and, you know, they went to Web3 and all of that stuff. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I know that that's not the future. I know that it's Bitcoin, but I also know that you're not going to make your 10x return in the next couple of years with some Bitcoin stuff. And some of the best Bitcoiners that I respect building stuff probably aren't going to be raising from Web3 VC. So I don't want to associate myself with that. Um, so I left. You... Are you still trying to impact, like make change uh, or influence society? Would you say you're still doing that through finance with Bitcoin or is it more of ideas? Uh, so, so I, I, don't, I, I don't know if you've listened to the, to the John Bellis thing. Probably not. But, not yet. Not yet. Um, we, were, we were talking about kind of like the bigger picture. And um, for me, like creating content is fine. It's fun. But... I wanted to push myself in terms of like, well, what other mediums are there that can be supercharged by Bitcoin? And basically, my partner and I are looking at different ways of orange pilling people, not necessarily creating passive video for people to consume, but like, can we like uh, modify um, uh, an existing medium somehow to get people more engaged with Bitcoin? And what we landed on was 
there's a there's a gaming engine um, that allows us to spin up our own private server where we can host our own world and own data and everything. And we can mod lightning in there and we can actually get people to come into the world and, you know, um, actually interact and use lightning in different ways. And so we were getting excited about that. So for me, it's like, I want to create, and that doesn't necessarily mean songs or films, but it can be that too, but I just want to create full stop. So it's just like, what, crazy awesome new ways can we create involving bitcoin and evolve this whatever it is so yeah we're, we're kind of like all over the place which i think is a great place to be in the bitcoin no, space right now <laughs> no i really like that idea so something we talk a lot on the show about is like memes and we kind mm -hmm. of we've we've covered it to the nth extent it's about like how it's <laughs> much more it, it, there's much more to it than just like that simple image right you're like you're capturing all this information all this emotion all this like you know if you you, you can use like an actor's picture and he's never even said yeah. that quote right but like you you can convey the tone with that so going deeper into that like one of the things that i've been thinking about more and more and this goes kind of back to like working at swan and like as a software engineer is how do you keep how do you gamify everything because like what you're saying like you're just this you don't want to just like create this content that people passively consume, right? You are like wanting to engage them and like figuring mm -hmm. out how to incentivize them to, like you said, use lightning or to make these decisions to go through this game. Like, do you, mm -hmm. so yeah, I mean, I think that's an awesome idea. Have you, do you have any experience or like anything like that with game programming or game, like creating games? Is this like a new yeah, well, frontier? Well, when, we, when I say game, it's like, yes, we, we, we want to focus on uh, fun and play, but it's not necessarily sure. game when you're earning, when you're using real time, real work, real money. It's actually a change in the way we live and work forever. If we can open up this new realm where we can be in there together. So if, imagine right now you and I, um, we're sitting in a bungalow on the beach in this like world and um, the audience can stream us sets for me to throw a snowball in your face and, and you know it's way more interactive and then that audience can come and knock on the door and then join in on the conversation um while at the same time we have a treasure hunt competition going on where we're hiding sets all around the island and this is all one island um and then you know we've got um live people coming in to do conferences and you know, instead of having to fly over to la or, or africa or whatever we can all come together as Bitcoiners in this one space. And so it's kind of like, um, this is real life, but virtual enabled by digital, real digital money with real people in a digital world. So it's kind of like, I don't know, like I have to show you, <laughs> I feel like I, I want to show you because like we've done this with a community before where we've, we've, um, built a shop where people came and, and traded with us and we have used sets, um, you know, to trade and all that stuff. And it just feels like, wow, people can actually make real money. And imagine like, if you're like a 10 year old kid and you went and, you know, helped me build an escape room and I paid you like, um, 10,000 sets, that kid can go and use that set to buy himself lunch or whatever, you know, like it's kind of like, right. um, the whole world is connected through that so so yeah first of all like if if you actually have some of that video that you know you can't share it now because of your computer if you want to like send it to mike afterwards then we can like clip it in somewhere in the show or like afterwards so if people want to see that and second like i just wanted to clarify like i did i didn't mean like actual like phone games i i did mean like this 
interactive digital experience that's kind of an you you get sats or you can use sats for incentives and, and things like that so yeah like i i think this is an awesome idea what would intrigue me quick question first quick question first how when you when you talk about this how do you dispel the notion that people are going to immediately come to like this is the metaverse is it mm. you consider yeah. yeah so um metaverse mark zuckerberg all that stuff it's board garden and they try to sell you digital shit that doesn't mean anything with bitcoin bitcoin's a scarcity so you don't need to have scarcity in the digital world like decentraline they try to sell you the 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 land or whatever and it's like no that's replicable anyone can create that what you have is you, you can have as many digital worlds as you want as long as it's lightning enabled and sets enabled like the world doesn't matter it's just a, a medium for us to communicate just like twitter just like zoom but it's a lot more interactive and um it's kind of like in the digital world you can interact in ways that have value attached to your interactions in a way that um, in real life you can't so for example if i were to walk up into your bungalow and you charge me two sets to enter like there's all these little microtransactions and all these interactions that ha can have value programmed into them whereas in real life it might be you know a little bit more tedious or whatever so um the digital world can enable us to do all these types of interactions that we can't do in real life, um, but it can also uh, reduce the frictions of having to fly over to a conference and kind of meet up in real life. That That's high friction, um, but we can actually do that frictionless in the digital world. But also, sorry, I'm kind of like all over the place, but it's not the metaverse where one person owns this place. This is... Um, that the reason we chose this game called Rust is because we can actually host it locally ourselves and keep the data ourselves. So anyone can, we can invite anyone, you can host your own server. And even if they get the, the creators of the game kick us out, we still have that game in our server. So we like, we own it. Um, so that's kind of like why we chose that, that game, but also it's like, how can we build it from Bitcoin first principles, like make it accessible to everyone, make it decentralized, make it private, make it whatever. So it's just like um, th those worlds are, are, exist, I guess. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know if I'm making sense. No, yeah, yeah. So, uh, the other question I had was you, you kind of mentioned uh, spending sats and like earning money. Do you, have, do you have any ideas yet of like productive, beneficial tasks that people could be solving in these environments that could be totally digital but communication seem yeah. like work right yeah yeah so oh there's so many so um okay so i think people are interested in interactive engaging stuff um and imagine if right now we can tune in on a live competition where have you seen battle royale where like people kill mm -hmm. each other on island mm -hmm. we can do that and um we can have people um you know enter a competition the last one standing wins a million sets and anyone can enter and it's kind of like and it incentivizes people to be part of the content creation not just like passive consumers of the content and involve them and and then you know they they can win sets and then they can um walk over to an art gallery that displays crypto graffiti's latest stuff and then like you know donate sets to to his creations or they can donate some or, or pay someone in that game to build them a space where they can actually have a like a place to work 
in that in that world or um you can i don't know like ask someone to build a stage to hold a bitcoin meetup where anyone in the world can join not just like auckland based meetup or or la based meetup and stuff it's just like global and it the, the possibilities are endless and so for example um recently for my partner's birthday i built an escape room for him um to go through and he has to solve all these like bitcoin related like puzzles and and win sets and use sets to unlock things and it's just like there's so many different things that we can think about um that would take me year days to build in real life um that it took oh, wow. me like minutes to build in in the digital world could you and, like and it's, yeah could you create like a digital version of all the different uh wallets and hardware wallets that like people could do seminars and stuff where they could like deconstruct build a seed signer or, like you know well create, we can it, like that we can controllable no not that controllable but it's like well why not have a space where you know um there's a a block stream shack where we're constantly playing btc sessions um a tutorial and you can have like people go in and, and watch and then the people that you're watching it with you can interact with each other and be like did you get what he meant and do you did bible and you can like you know afterwards go for a walk on the beach and talk about it and kind of create these serendipitous moments of people watching the content together or i don't know riffing ideas together and stuff so it's kind of like um you can put real life stuff in this mm -hmm. world where you can have people talking about it and, and creating stuff together a 24 7 digital swan dome <laughs> yeah absolutely and like why not like i mean if we can all go and be in that swan dome right now with a bunch of people 24 right. 7 like that's epic and i was actually mentioning i was like imagine if the swan team had this bit um digital building like a, a building in this world where everyone's working um remotely mm -hmm. but together in that world so you can bump into each other and all that stuff it's just like wouldn't that be cool well, um, it, sounds, it but, sounds like the future that's what it sounds like it sounds right. like yeah, it's, but it's happening. Just... It's happening now. Like it yeah. can happen now, and you can pay sets to enter the building, for example. So you can like you know, um, there's a cost to entry, so you don't get spammed with people coming in. And it's you know you can make it costly to to do these little things, but also frictionless because people don't have to fly over and physically see you. So the sets make everything sort of uh, the checkpoints of every. You can make everything chargeable in a way. Yeah, like every interaction can become a transaction because the value mm -hmm. can be attached to it right. much more seamlessly in the digital mm -hmm. world. And like Grand Theft Auto, where mm -hmm. you just drive around, you jump out of an airplane and nothing bad happens. But with, you have to pay sats, right? Like you're tethered to the scarcity or to this reality. So it's like, do I really want to do this or do, mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. do I want to save my sats? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, go for it. Well, I just wanted to say... Uh, I think what you you described is like um, what made me think about is uh, how Bitcoin is um, it it makes a more playful society in a way, like a society that, that can interact more with each other and doesn't isolate itself from each other. Yeah, more 100%. more communication peer to peer instead of filtered through something you don't know. There is something. Oh wow, not. that just occurred to me. How powerful. That is the peer-to-peer -peer aspect of it. Right, right. So you don't have like that gatekeeper like Mark Zuckerberg or, or just another whoever on the third. Right, right. Where it's like there, you don't know if that communication is legitimate like you were mm -hmm. talking about earlier, right? With the deep fakes and stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, 
it doesn't filter all that completely out, but it does give you more. Cause we talked about last week, the, the problem with people not, well, keep, it also makes social me think together. keeping a good reputation, keeping a good reputation becomes right. uh, the, right. of the utmost importance. It seems like in these kinds of worlds. Yeah. So tip, how, how far away are we from having this digital space that we can all hang out in? Like at least the so, first, the first room. Um, we're building that now. Like um, the, the my next video is going to be um, me showing this world in a way that um, makes people excited and want to come out and hang out with us. Because I just want to play with people. I want to run around and shoot people with a snowball gun and actually have fun with them. And then you know we can go and hang out in the high lounge and physically kind of like you know be there and, and chat with each other and um yeah like it's just way more casual more fun i like i've experienced it before where i've made friends with people i've never met in real life and it's just like this is such a cool experience i want bitcoiners to be here i want to be able to like have these conversations with bitcoiners um and to your point before um mike about like connecting people like it just breaks down the silos because sats can be earned in one realm and spent in so many other realms mm -hmm. it's just everything's connected now it's mm -hmm. not these virtual currencies you have to convert into this and this mm -hmm. it's just like wow it's all connected yeah you can earn you can earn something in the digital space and then go buy food with it so I mean, that, in yeah. that, in that way in the digital space every currency becomes this sort of tribe i would say because now yeah. you have it's like do you want to attach yourself to which currency you sort of live in the in that space and you can start to see how like seedy areas might exist in some coins as opposed to other coins and then obviously bitcoin has its own culture itself that's just an interesting thought it'll all be bitcoin <laughs> it's all it's all bitcoin <laughs> like no one no other currency can do what bitcoin's doing in the digital space so, like i can't just pass a voucher over to someone that's like ethereum like that doesn't work do you think that altcoins won't exist in the future i don't think they're relevant so if they're not relevant why should they exist well it depends on how far how far out you're throwing the cast right it's like when, well, I mean, like practically, you can't spend cents of an altcoin without high fees. Like Lightning enables us to be able to. I can send you like two cents, and it wouldn't cost me three dollars. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand all that. I, I'm saying, like, do you think that they'll remain in the world, or do you think they'll go away? I mean, if it's not efficient, it should go away. Interesting. Because <laughs> who, who's using it? <laughs> Right. It's like survival of the fittest. It's like mm -hmm. the, it didn't happen overnight, but the organisms that were inefficient with their energy, inefficient with their movement, not adaptable, they slowly went extinct. I mean, you like, yeah. how many coins can you name from the top 10 from 2013, right? Like none really. And it's also like, oh, interesting. if people going are building, <laughs> going extinct, but also if you're building these worlds, and I need a solution now, there is zero solution except for lightning. So it's right. like the world's being built now and I need it. I need a product and only Bitcoin solves that problem. So from a functionality point of view, it's already, you know, it's Bitcoin or nothing already. Uh, one of the things you mentioned was about you chose this, this game because of the, everybody can have their own servers. What, um, what kind of technical specs or, you know, 
how much uh, memory do you need? Uh, for example, uh, like can it can be run with a laptop? Like how does that? It's still a bit difficult. So there there is that friction of first. Um, so so this is like we're 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 trialing it as an MVP as a testing ground. It's not perfect mm -hmm. yet, and it's still like there's still the cost of actually buying the game, which I think is like quite annoying. So that's why we're kind of trying to build the community and orange pill people who are already in that game so they don't have to buy it. Um, but the, the cost of running a server and knowing how to run a server and leaving up 24 seven is also quite high. So it's like almost like you need to learn how to run your own node kind of thing. But it's kind of like if you're not doing it for your if you're if, if you don't if you trust the server host, um, then you can use their node. But then if you don't trust anyone, you have the option of hosting your own. Sure. So I want to host my own because I don't want to trust anyone. But um, in this world, you can come in and hang out with me and you don't you can just be aware that, you know, I own your data. I'm, I'm holding your data. Um, it's like coming to, over to my house. Um, but if you want to run your own server, you can also run your own server and I can ferry over in that world to your island. So it's kind of like it's an option, you know, like, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, it made me think, I don't know if this is possible yet, but almost like a, like a, the model where you and other people that you know and trust could pool your uh, computing resources together and then like have a lightning channel that stays open between you. And if the other person drops their, you know, turns off their computers and screws up your, um, your server, then the, you can do a penalty transaction. Uh, and capture some sats out of there. So it's kind of has that incentive to everybody to pull that together and keep that running. That's, that's a good one. That's a good model to think about. And also it's just like, how do we integrate existing Bitcoin products into this world? For example, um, light sets is a way for people to tip each other and give each other vouchers. And so I can start using that product and then people get exposed to new Bitcoin products by play rather than by word of mouth or people telling you to use it or doing a video about it. it's like no people can actually use it because they need to use it in this world so it's like all these possibilities of helping bitcoin products grow through playing with it as well um usually the the first adopters to like really nascent technology is specific industries I, this would be huge with like sex workers or like strippers or whatever like to have like uh, where they can get tipped directly peer to peer they're on their own server <laughs> nobody can shut them down uh the, i feel like that would be like a huge early adopter in in the gaming in the the server or or yeah just to, in like people like, that are like starting up their own servers and like opening up businesses or like hangouts or whatever just like get sats like that would be that would probably draw a lot of uh you know i'm just thinking out loud here yeah and a lot and of also, new users initially yeah i was gonna say like um you can actually buy weed on there you know like you have your own shop exactly. and stuff right. it, but it always starts off yeah. like that but it's it's actually for everyone it starts off like totally. oh, it's only for sex workers and drugs and it's just like that's how everything awesome starts internet started it, off like that bitcoin yeah, started it, off like that sex it's not for everybody how, if it's not for those people starts, huh? yeah exactly right. oh, that's a good one instead of sex drugs and rock and roll it's sex drugs and lightning <laughs> which sounds cooler anyway or just as cool <laughs> yeah nice yeah but i mean like what what about you guys like i i know you're um you know working at swan and stuff and like i guess 
what's kind of exciting you and any any cool aspects of Bitcoin Lightning that you're excited about, kind of looking forward as well? Yeah, I, I think um, I've been thinking about this a little bit lately is like we, we kind of briefly touched it earlier, but it's like a intrinsic value. And I think intrinsic value might be like a social construct and part of the the value of the energy of mining and stabilizing grids and um, reducing methane emissions, like using that energy piece as like the, so, like it's a commodity social good. It, like it benefits everybody. It protects spending power. It keeps the lights on in your community. It allows for you to expand production and manufacturing and all these things that the world is like losing right now because they can't do it efficiently if you like subsidize your um, production of energy or you subsidize your use of energy and it like has all these values, like there's, there's no such thing as intrinsic value kind of the way that I'm kind of thinking about this, except for what everybody kind of like, so there's no intrinsic value to coal if you don't know that you can burn it for energy. So it's just this dirty rock and it's like, nobody cares about it. But once everybody realizes that it can be burned for energy, it's kind of an unsaid agreement from society. Like this has value because otherwise we can't power anything. Um, mm. So it's like, you know, people are going to slowly realize the value of Bitcoin, even if they don't, even if they can't communicate it or, or consciously, um, express it it will just be viewed as like well if the miners leave then we might not be able to have you know electricity next winter so we we need them to stay like so whatever it is like that's you know and then before you know it that's what people are saying and it's just you've got the value there and it starts to accrue so just the way that the energy use is going to transform society one by one it'll start you know like the little orange seedling in El Salvador or Central Africa or parts of the United States. And that's just going to keep growing. It's just, we have to slow down a little bit and realize that not everybody's going to realize that right mm. away. I think it's so fascinating to kind of see all these new places that's going to pop up, all these new cities that's going to pop up around um, Bitcoin miners just because it now exists and it can provide cheap energy and like, it's, there's going to be all these new little pockets of communities in these rural places that never existed before. And those places are going to be booming and almost like at the new metro like metropolis. Cause it's just like, that's, you know, people going right, to energy like the, and stuff. Fascinating. Right. Like the, the old traveler going through the, the desert and all these oases, oases, yeah. whatever the, the plural term is. Yeah. But it's like these oases in. We're describing was, citadels basically. Citadels, uh, yeah. Some of them will be citadels. Like uh, Alan Farrington has the Bitcoin is Venice, where it uh, Venice became this powerful regional like city state or whatever. Not because it had a military; it didn't have a military. It was like its cultural gravity was so intense that it just became like this powerful, um, yeah, this powerful city state. Nicely said. I, yeah, it's awesome. I, I think what about you, that... Mike? No, go oh, ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I, I was going to say, like, um, the, the citadels, I think there'll be physical ones all around the world. There'll be pockets. But I think that the bigger the, the biggest citadel is the one where we can all join and it's going to be in the digital world. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's going to be metaverse, but I'm, uh, it's more like 
how you were saying before the Bitcoin breaks down silos where um, digital energy is now being breathed into cyberspace and it's going to be this overarching cyberspace world where we're all interacting and having fun with each other and that's the new citadel right but at the same so, time you've got physical pockets yeah like I like that where you frame it because I was talking to Mike and said you know it was a few episodes ago where like cryptographers used entropy to like cloak their communications like you could build these brick or these stone walls and it takes a lot of energy it's really hard to penetrate or it's hard to breach um but you can do it right like you just have to have a tank or like a plane or just some firepower but when you you create your citadel and you cloak it in entropy like you can have all the energy and all the comp compute power of uh you know you can harness the energy of the sun and you could just brute force it for a billion years and you wouldn't be able to break it so pay your sats yeah. or you don't get in sorry a, you can't get through quite a bright orange future there um <laughs> i think i think the question i think that i wanted to which one was it it was a uh, what am i thinking about yeah like what's got you excited about in bitcoin lately the question well, you ask everybody I, I, yeah that's true i, I certainly feel uh more strong about it every single day my my uh, conviction towards it strengthens with with each block in a way right so the mm -hmm. um, As it should. something that i'm pretty bullish on is uh this show okay i think I, i'm happy about the show i think we're we're doing good and i um but not that's not neither here nor there. That's not what I wanted to discuss. But recently we had this, com we had a live conversation, and I spoke with you about this at Pacific Pacific Bitcoin, right? We had a live conversation. We recorded it, and what I understood was that the in-person experience is just magnitudes greater and means something more sort of like a scarcity of time right because when we're zooming we can we have much more time we can sort of go in and out we can schedule call you know schedule meetings whatever but um when you have uh this physical space and you're adhering to those physical constraints of everyone's schedule and they are all going to be there at one time and you have to get them to the location you have to set up the cameras and you have to uh, mic everything and you you know what I'm saying it's like you start to think about how important um, physical physical things are that's what all I'm trying to say that's what I was you, you don't take it for granted it's kind of yeah. like not just like oh is it happening or not it's like everyone made the effort to be there so that the effort really right. matters I guess yeah and I think Michael Michael Saylor had an interview with uh, the Sven the north he's like the viking guy or whatever on finance on twitter and he's talked about how apple and google and all these companies they dematerialized all these major like information basically and how bitcoin's going to dematerialize energy and tip is trying to de dematerialize whatever value you just talked about mike that you can't get mm. uh digitally <laughs> it's going to be dematerialized and you're going to be able and to i want to show together. you how because yeah. when you actually go into that world you'll be like and, and we still have to schedule and meet and stuff but 
yes, there's a, bit, there's a bit less friction of us being physically together. But when you're in that world at the same time, I can walk up to you and um, like shoot you in the face and they'll be funny. Like you can't yeah, do that in is. real life. But no, you can't. This is, <laughs> you're right. So you have more optionality in that sense. You, I couldn't shoot anyone in the face when we were doing the high hash rate podcast, right? That's true. So you, yeah, you are. You have to adhere to those constraints, but you do lose the sort of nuance of reality in a way, or sort of. Uh, uh, I guess you have to rethink reality. It's, what is I guess reality? you're right, but I mean, there's look, there's relationships that were happening within the space, and you can't. It's, I think it would be, I would imagine it would be hard to get the sense of what, even based on like eye movement or like how someone is reacting mm. to something else, right? There's those kinds of things that um, we're, you know, we're language, language creatures. They're just a different style of language, visual language, right? So, mm. God, I don't know where I was going with this. No, but it's, it's cool. Like I, we... So this time last year, we ran an experiment and um, we went to this world, my partner and I, and we didn't speak a word. We went to this this world um, on someone else's server and we built a shop and we put art up everywhere. I put a lot of Bitcoin art up and all these people, the, the, the aim of the game is you're supposed to kill each other and, and steal from each other. So killing and theft. And we were like, can we make trade work? Can we change the the server and people's minds to make it more like people want to be friendly and trade? And so we started putting all these Bitcoin stuff out there, all these art. People came to us and were like, what is this place? Like, wh why don't you have walls up? Like, why can we just walk up? And we're like, we want to trade with you. Like, um, but we didn't speak that. We kind of just um, typed it. And so we didn't speak a word. And we create this community where people trusted us and we had fun with them and we were able like some people came up and were just like having heart to heart conversations without us speaking one word and it's mm -hmm. just like it's it's crazy um and we're like aiming to kind of like help people learn about bitcoin orange pill them um by by building this rapport with them without having to meet them in real life or, or know them in real life. And I think it's kind of like this new creative way of orange pilling people where it's like, can we do it <laughs> without saying too much? Can we do it by showing rather than, than telling? Can we do it by building a relationship where we don't have to know each other? Um, can we do, do it pseudonymously? Can we do it um, in a way that is just completely different to the internet that we know now, this 2D Twitter space? boring kind of like word of walls can we do it in a way where it's fun and interactive and, and we're playing with each other and we're running around playing tag like kids again like i have so much fun in that world and meeting all these strangers that i would say are friends but i don't they don't know me and i don't know them and it's just like is that the new world maybe mm -hmm. maybe I, yeah i guess my uh my parting thoughts on this idea which is it sounds like an awesome idea uh is it reminds me the comment you made about the try or the test that you did where you went to this game where everybody was supposed to be killing each other it makes me think of a couple of years ago there was this girl who played world of warcraft online and she was like a major player and then she died in real life and it eventually her her tribe or her guild or whatever they call them on their on their server they found out about it so they decided to hold a, a funeral in the world of warcraft game in a public server and in in uncontested or 
contested areas. So like people would be warring over that area all the time. And another group found out about it. And then they knew that everybody was going to be taken off their weapons and their shields and everything like that. So they, so they, they created a raid and they just went into the funeral and just took everybody out, killed everybody, took all their, uh, all their supplies. So these games, the internet in general, but these games, particularly this iteration of the internet is like the state of nature. It's like, everybody's out for themselves. They're just going to kill and take everything because that's what they're incentivized to do. But just like the real state of nature that humans have evolved through over the past 10,000 years is we changed that and we figured out a way to cooperate and to build societies. So you could take this state of nature, this digital world, and if you use Bitcoin, which is probably the best tool that I can think of that we've already agreed on that to align everybody's incentives, then you can like go into this crazy wild, wild west of uh, selfish self-interest and change that and change how people behave in these environments. Like instead of everybody trolling each other online, right? Like you could, if you can figure out how to do it in this game, you could extrapolate that out. Yeah. And, and you can also pay, pay people to build defenses. So when anyone comes and raid you, they, they get shot. <laughs> so, I don't know. Right. And then, yeah, it's just, yeah. Disincentivize negative behavior, bad actors. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I think that's really cool. I, I had a, how are we feeling everyone? Feeling good. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask where I, I wanted to derail the conversation. I'm sorry. Unless we had a closing thought on this tip, did you have a closing thought? No. Okay. Um, where do the visuals come from in your movies? So hmm. the recent one, The Great Resistance, I made it via Mid Journey. So that's um, the AI. Uh, AI art. Um, and before that, I just like got it from the internet. <laughs> so it's kind of like if there, if, I think Mid Journey is awesome because I can be more true to the original thoughts that I had by kind of creating it out of, out of thin air. Whereas before I had to work with the limitations of what I can find on the internet and then do editing and overlay and all of that stuff. So yeah, I'm evolving. The tech as technology is evolving, I am also evolving as a creator too, which is awesome. What, what do you think about the, that relationship with AI? Your relationship as an artist? I think it's giving me superpowers because it's like I can do so much more with my time, um, and it's really enhancing kind of my creativity um, in ways that I like, I'm like, wow, I would have never done that myself. I couldn't do that myself, but that's what I thought of. I, I want my creations to reflect my thoughts. That's kind of all what, what most artists want to do is just like, how do I be most loyal to my thought and get it out the end of the world as, as similar as, as how you see it in your brain. So AI is helping me do that. Even with the music, like my voice isn't supposed to be rapping like that. So I can now get an AI to, to wrap it the same pitch, the same pace, the same way that I want it um, without having to change my voice or hire, or hire someone. Yeah. What, what is the struggle like between the idea or the thought in your mind and then how it, how, and how you present it so that people interpret it, how you hope they interpret it, or do you, kind of leave it open-ended and let people kind of project onto what you've created. 
or like do you think about that when you're making it yeah yeah I, I guess so um firstly I want people to understand what I'm trying to say the message is very important so I spend a lot of time refining the message a lot of I guess proof of work goes into refining it so that it's succinct and I'm not wasting people's time like I when when I go into making something I want people to like in the back of my mind, I'm just like, it has to be good because I don't want to waste people's time. I want people to look at it and immediately get something out of it. Um, and so a lot of work goes into like, you know, hours and hours of work goes into a two minute song because I want to condense it and make it, you know, as good as possible. Um, a really important pro a step in my process is storyboarding. So um, for example, in the time chain music video, there's a there's a story to that there's a process of there's different aspects of time that i touch um you know time in seconds or time as a ledger or time as a um you know as a distance it changes over over the galaxy and so it's just like how do i say that in a way that makes sense because you can just put it all in there and it, at the end you know at the end people are like what the hell is that like i want it to make sense and so storyboarding is very important and I spend a lot of time iterating on that again and again and again um and yeah so so I I go in with a mindset of I I know what I want to say um I need to iterate on it sometimes I have to leave it because it doesn't work and I have to come back to it it's hard sometimes I hate it sometimes I, I don't want to publish it this is so bad um yeah it, there's a lot of work that goes behind it do you have um like market testers, I guess isn't the right word, but like, who do you show it to? Like, do you uh, get a critique or do you just like release it um, and let the, and let the community have, have their way? I, it's more like I release it. I, I mm -hmm. remember like showing it to my partner when it's just the lyrics and mm -hmm. he's just like, that doesn't really make sense. And I'm like, but you just imagine that you need the pictures, the pictures will supplement the lyrics. And so mm -hmm. I feel really mm -hmm. bad showing something half made because it's like, sure. you don't, you don't get it because you're not in my brain. Um, so I, I create the whole thing and then I release it. I don't really get too much feedback during the process. Um, yeah, it's probably good it's your idea i don't know I, I need to i need to think about this because i'm trying to express myself more but it's hard for me to make it succinct and clear so like the message gets across and all the fluff that i might add to it is just like strip all that out and just get to the point what's an example like no it's it, like it? just it's just like a, a tweets are an, an example right like a simple one mm. where you've got people who will write these long threads and sometimes that's beneficial. Sometimes it, there's a lot of information. It's very nuanced and they're trying to get that across. But my, I don't know if it's, it's not like an official guiding principle or anything, but it's a thread is less valuable than a single tweet, which is less valuable than just a meme. If you can condense a message clearly in a effective way in just a picture, just a, a short video uh, do that. If you can't do a, a full tweet, if you can't do that, do a, uh, do a thread, but the more, more you add to it, the less, the less likely people are going to follow it through and think about it and click to the next thread. If it's not really necessary to have all that information in that yeah. communication. 
Get, so I you mean you can you extra, yeah. So you can take that to like your videos. Do you make a five minute video, a one minute video, right? Like if you can get it all in as little as possible, but still get the whole message across. It's like is that more beneficial to like a, a longer, more content rich piece of content? Well, I, a method that I have um, is called expansion contraction, where when I'm expanding, I have all the possible information. You, you see my notes where it's like pages and pages mm -hmm. of notes. And then I go out and then I highlight key sentences, put it into another document, so shorten it, and then go back and expand it again. I'm like, okay, that doesn't make sense. I need to add this, 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 this. And then do that process again and again till you're refining it until you get the key message in a, in a succinct, storyboarded, logical way and that's it and, and i know that seems like a lot of work but it's like the more work you do um yourself the more people are going to appreciate it um because it becomes i think it's true i mean yeah, when clearer. when when i watch your work i can see it like i could see the amount of work that went into it you know what i'm saying especially if you've mm. done any like I, I mentioned earlier right like trying to make videos like this takes forever mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to love the process as well. I mean, if you hate the process, then don't do it. Find another way to to you know communicate the way that you love to communicate. But I personally, I'm in the, when I'm in the flow and I'm like listening to music and just like editing the video. I'm like, this is the best best use of my time. Like I'm enjoying life right now. So well, that's yeah, good. Yeah, gotta love it. I definitely enjoy yeah. the getting high and the thinking and planning. The executing is where I get bogged down. And just kind of like, oh my God, trying to like get this, this transition or this cut, like the right split second. Oh, it's, yeah. that's, that's what frustrates me. And code, yeah, yeah, code, yeah. coding is like that too, but uh, well, with coding at least it's, you know. Sometimes there's like a, there's a sort of art to that or like a, a you know, how fine can you get your cut is a, is a, yeah, like is a, a nice, yeah, exactly. There, there is a, uh, a feeling of uh, accomplishment there for sure. Um, yeah. Tip, I had to ask you, did you have anything you were thinking about this, you know, recently that you wanted to talk about? I think I just kind of threw it on you guys about the, the, the world. So I'm going to stop talking about yeah. that. No, now, look, it's like, like um, that was kind of what's on my mind at the moment. That's sort of the, you know, feeling, you know, I think, we want from the show is sort of this like idea that we could meet in a, in a space and just as for the first time, all have a conversation as Bitcoiners at smoking weed, you know, that's like the whole trying to grasp that feeling of those kinds of moments. But yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. No, it's also really cool to be able to just like um, talk about the content itself, because I feel like when you're watching my content, you're kind of seeing a small part of my brain, but now that we're having a, longer conversation like it's it's really cool to be able to talk about it and explain a little bit more and i'm gutted that i can't show my um video editing stuff but yeah i mean like this is what it's for it's kind of like digging deeper into the content um yeah thank you for making the time having me on the show as well <laughs> oh it was a pleasure thank you yeah thank you so much for joining us here this evening <laughs> <laughs> yeah one last time uh <laughs> Pictures, uh, where, where people can find your content and, and learn what you're or keep up to date with what you're doing and how this world is being built out yeah um so you can find me on twitter at tip underscore nz and 
I guess that's a good place to start. Um, and I post my content on there. So you can find it on there as well. And I put my website on there. It's kind of shitty right now, but um, I've got a YouTube and stuff like that as well. So yeah, that's where you can you, find me. You accept lightning donations to help build this world out or is um, that something that might be coming? Yeah, I, like I've got my donations, I guess on my website, you can go to okay. my coin OS and stuff and, and donate. I've been like, there's this, there's someone out there who's giving me 21 sets every day and I don't know who it is. And it's just like, thank you. This is so cool. Um, wh whoever you are, I just want to say thank you. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, it doesn't go unnoticed. I'm like, wow, this person's really cool. I don't know who it is. <laughs> Reveal yeah, yourselves. That is a good feeling. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, I guess cool. uh, I'll wrap it up then, boys and girls. There <laughs> we go. Thanks again for listening to the High Hash Rate podcast. You can find us on Twitter at High Hash Rate, or you can hit up Dan at Heartland Bitcoin, H R T L N D Bitcoin, or myself, Mike, at Run Dance Bitcoin. That's all one word Run Dance Bitcoin. If you're a fellow pleb or you just want to shoot the shit with two high Bitcoiners, reach out to us. Hey.